0: Phil, it's only been four weeks since the last <laughs> complete inbox podcast.
1: Right, been uh, been a while.
0: Yeah, I think I I kind of anticipated this with the holidays and stuff like yeah. that, and of course the end of my semester uh, gets to be a little crazy. So it wasn't like I was planning us to be throwing out you know a thousand episodes before the new year. Um, but, uh, we're here now and this will essentially be our holiday episode in the event that we don't get to one next week, which I kind of hope we do. Uh, we'll see how things shake out of course, but, uh, you know, by then finals will be done and it'll just be me skating along until, uh, winter break here at the university. So with that being said, Phil, everybody wants to know what have you been uh, up to, bud?
1: <laughs> Dude. Oh, I look forward to this question every, uh, every time we, we set up. No, uh, not a whole lot. Actually, just. For obvious reasons, it's been everything, baby. But uh, I'm cool with everything being baby. So yeah, yeah she's uh, blowing my mind a lot. She's uh, starting to make some some verbal noises, trying to the coo and make a little bit of noise, which is a lot of fun. And she smiles nonstop. So yeah, just been a lot of staying at home and enjoying every minute of it.
0: Yeah, has she narrowed down her college choices to five yet?
1: No, not yet. Still, I've been on her about it, but I figure I can give her at least till. Total- couple weeks, you know, (laughs) don't want to put it off too much.
0: It's so funny how it's, you know, all these, like the kids now is like, well, it's Ivy League your bus for this kid. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. So my kid's going to be a doctor or a lawyer and it's like, yeah, that's fine if you, whatever, but let your kid be what they want.
1: Yeah. As long Uh, as what they want is a doctor or a lawyer. Listen, I completely agree.
0: (laughs) And you know, I say that and here I am childless. uh, And I, I, you know, what's funny is, Whenever I, when people talk about their kids, I'm always like, yeah, that sounds great. But what the hell do I know? I'm just a guy who pretends to be a child still. So it's sure. not like I have much, uh, much say in, in what's going on.
1: I think you've got a really good outlook for the one half of it, right? Like you got the kid half figured out. The parent half would be probably a tough, tough thing to grasp, but oh, yeah. Oh,
0: dude, there's no way I'm a good parent. As far as like, yeah. you know, discipline goes, there's no way.
1: I bet you would be. Because
0: I would be a big pushover and my kid will walk all over me and it will be just gross. So, Ugh. Yep. I don't know. Uh, yep. But uh, yeah, not a lot going on over here, uh,
1: actually. Let's see. Oh,
0: I played Madden for 12 straight hours yesterday.
1: <laughs> Was it for uh, like a fundraiser? How does one get sucked <laughs> into Madden for 12 straight hours?
0: Uh, so Ellen is in Orlando right now. She's in a conference at a conference and I just been kind of craving Madden and I wasn't planning on playing Madden this year at all because of all the money I put into it last year, but B mall, we game share on Xbox. So he bought it and he was like, Hey, I'm playing this, which means that red dad has not been played in like a week, which upsets me because we were actually starting to get into the online stuff with, uh, me, B mall and Reed. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, it's great. Oh, I bet, I Um, bet. But now that has all been pushed aside because I want to do challenges on Madden and play the occasional squad game with b Mall and some other people. So I don't know why, but I know my head hurt by the end of the day. So I played essentially from the time I got home at, like, 9 in the morning up until the Bears game started. Uh, So it was, yeah, right around 12 hours yesterday of Madden.
1: Jesus, that's awesome. Yeah, let's see, uh, You're talking about you're just kind of craving it. I don't think I've ever craved something and then was like, I've satisfied my craving 12 hours later. Like that's some intense craving right there. That's good. I like it. And
0: I think I actually did because I played it a little bit today after work and I was kind of like, I really, really don't want to play this right now. (laughs) Uh, Probably because I'm just absolutely sick of it. But you know me, like Madden was my game. Like that was my, that and college football were my games. And so I played that for years mm-hmm. and Madden is the reason why I dropped out of college the first time. <laughs> and so uh, I'm starting oh, to get shit. that itch again because I do love playing the game. As frustrating as it is, it's just, that's the one game I know I I'm competitive at. Always. I just want to
1: drop out of college all over again, playing Madden right now. I
0: know I, you know, I should yeah. do is go, I should go get my PhD and then drop out of that so I can create the best mutt team and make everybody proud of me including that's my funny. girlfriend who has no idea I played video games for 12 hours yesterday as far as she knows I hung out with the cats so
1: there you go well, you can do yeah. you can hang out with cats and play video games so i think well that's how yeah. it
0: usually goes if you look on right. instagram it's me and cats playing video games <laughs> sometimes i have the that's cat play mario party oh um, man yeah i actually have been playing a lot of Mario party on the switch with Ellen because it's a video game that we can play together. And she's addicted
1: to that game. That's awesome, dude. That's I bet that game's fun as hell.
0: And we've both been trying to get healthy. I don't know why we do this before the holidays, but we're trying to like be healthier. And so (gasps) we actually play video games while walking on the treadmill. That's right. It's, (laughs) it makes (laughs) you're picking a terrible
1: time of year to like try to get in shape, dude. You should try to shoot for like September when nothing matters.
0: I know. Because then you don't have to go to the beach. Because after Labor Day, that's you know, no big deal. So right. you got that. You got that month or two months between that and Thanksgiving. And then after Thanksgiving, it's just like, whatever. It's all ridiculous anyway. Uh, good stuff. Yeah, make it makes my it makes me feel better about myself, knowing that I got enough steps in the day to uh, warrant that can of spaghettios I just smashed uh, <laughs> the, earlier in the day.
1: Dude, dude, how many steps is a can of spaghettios worth?
0: It uh, depends on what kind of SpaghettiOs
1: you eat. If they're the With meat meatballs, on. of course, man. <laughs> what are you asking that question for?
0: <laughs> if you're eating the ones with meatballs, then I think a giant can of SpaghettiOs is around 480 calories, which okay. is not that much.
1: No, it's like a that's only a 20% of your daily intake calories right there. It's a fifth of your day.
0: But it's also of- like 1,000% of your sodium intake. So, oh, yeah. You know. Uh, there's that like, let's count macros right before Christmas. Let's do that. So
1: all how right. many steps do you get a step per calorie ratio?
0: No, I have no idea what the step per calorie oh, ratio yeah. is. I just, if I hit 10,000 steps, my Fitbit buzzes at me. It makes me feel better about myself. That's all
1: I, know. I I hope that's how much a tall boy of spaghettios and meatballs. <laughs> for 10, steps. Oh shit. Cause I, I would like walk the 40, it a steps. a tall boy. Anyway, well, sorry. What are you saying?
0: I said I would get 40,000 steps in a day if I could eat SpaghettiOs for breakfast, lunch, and dinner.
1: <laughs>
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm still a child, dude. Like, it yeah. never ends. The I think childhood. you should pitch that
1: idea to the missus. See what Ellen thinks of it. Uh, oh my She God. might sign off.
0: No, she hates that I eat SpaghettiOs. She oh. refuses to
1: buy them for me. Oh, I bet. I'm sure that's exactly how uh, Kate feels. It's also, in her defense, it's pretty disgusting food. You know. Oh, dude, I, it's gross. I love it. Gross. Yeah, I love gross.
0: it it's gross. And so, you know, she's always like, hey, what do you want from the grocery store? And I say, hey, Alexa, add SpaghettiOs to my shopping list. <laughs> and she's like, rolls her eyes. And she's like, that's not happening. Comes back with rolled rolled oats or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get into this. Let's talk video games, because apparently I, now all of a sudden I want to play Madden, uh, and now I really want to not do this podcast. No, I'm kidding. I've been waiting <laughs> to do this for a while. Uh, okay, let's just start from the top of our list here. Phil, do you know... Soldier Boy, the rapper.
1: I'm I'm aware of him for sure. Are you
0: familiar with his jams?
1: I'm familiar with supermaning that hoe for sure. You... <laughs> I'm a hundred percent familiar.
0: Now, yeah. do you know what supermaning that hoe means?
1: <laughs> At, of course I do, Rich. Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> uh, should I? You want to tell us what is it?
1: No, I can let you can go <laughs> Urban Dictionary <laughs> no. that one if you want. I'm sure it's out there, but I, I know no. it involves a bedsheet. That's about as much as I can say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's I, I'm actually surprised you knew that. That's very good. Uh, uh, dude, I'm
1: filled with all kinds of trivia knowledge, that including Soldier Boy for sure. That's awesome.
0: So because this is a PG-13 podcast, go ahead and mm-hmm. you can Google Soldier Boy, uh, Superman that hoe, and look up the Urban Dictionary definition. You'll be like, oh, all right. Yep. Uh, it's similar to other things that we can't really say on the podcast. All right, like, anyway,
1: like the Russian roller coaster. <laughs> I don't know what you'll find. <laughs> or the Alabama
0: hot pocket. It- uh, <laughs> Now we're getting out of now it's getting out of control. Okay, Soldier Boy, <laughs> rapper, is getting in the game biz, and what kind of biz is he getting in, dude? He's selling game consoles, man. Game consoles, and yeah. it's almost like an... It, well, it's not almost. It looks exactly like an Xbox One.
1: Right. It's the strangest thing. I don't. The pictures he's submitted so far, I'm seeing a PlayStation One Dual controller right? Yes. Yep. And he's calling it. The name is called Soja game. Yeah. Like I don't, I just don't understand. sojawatch.com $150. Like you said, it looks like a new Xbox. It's obviously got a PlayStation one dual shock. It's controller. Yep. Uh, I, I just don't, I don't get it. Like if you actually go to add to cart, does it tell you like enter your email? We'll tell you when it's available. Cause no one's like, I hope no one's getting money for this shit. Like this looks ridiculous
0: somebody's paying money for this.
1: Oh, well, there's also a I,
0: handheld version of this. Like, dude,
1: isn't... you're saying of this, like it exists. I think this is just a bunch of pictures. They stole off the internet, and decided to call it a game console. I don't think they're shit. Like I, maybe there is, but I'm shocked that like, I don't know. Like, how are they not getting their asses suit apart? And
0: it's, well, it's promising that it'll support Neo Geo, Sega, Nintendo, and it comes with 800 classic games already built into the system. Does he know yeah. that, that that's, like, illegal?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, he probably doesn't know. But, you know, I'm, this is, in terms of hot takes and talking trash on famous people, I don't know if Soja Boy knows a lot about intellectual property laws but as it pertains to video games. You know what I mean? He could think yeah. the earth is flat, as far as I'm aware. Like, I don't know what that guy's about. But It runs on Linux. Yeah, Linux it also 3.0 says Linux. it
0: outputs at 4K. <laughs>
1: so real quick on that Linux 3.0 OS, there's no such OS as just called Linux. Like, that's not how Linux works. <laughs> like you get, you get <laughs> distributions of it, and they run off of different kernels and stuff like that. Which I'm not trying to right. really be too picky, but it it reads like it runs on Windows 10. It's Like, dude, there's that isn't how Linux works. You get Debian, you know, or not whatever. I'm sure actually, maybe it does. What the hell do I know? The point being, though, I, yeah, this seems shady. Super shady.
0: Ultra large capacity support card, max 32 gig. Dude, what is this thing?
1: Yeah. It doesn't sound legit to me. I mean, maybe it's just kind of like we're in that age, right? We're already, like, we've talked that we might as well rename the podcast, like, Mini Classic or something like that, because that's all that's been coming out in, in retro news is just one oh, after I the know. other. So I think maybe that's what this is. Just another cash grab where, All right. I know that one of the things that was going to drop in price, because a lot of the, like in terms of big industry, was going to be the cost of memory in late 2018, early 2019, like hard drives, flash drives, stuff like that were going to get way cheaper. um, Just because of forces at work and like new technologies being rolled out. That said, maybe it's just now cheap as shit to call up a, a, a factory in China, have them slap something together, throw your name on it and sell it.
0: Uh, I don't oh know. yeah! All you, have to, all you have to do is throw an open source emulator on this. Exactly.
1: It. Throw it, a hard that's... drive on it. Throw uh, retro something mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, exactly. So
0: it probably runs on a freaking Raspberry Pi. That's like it thirty probably bucks. Does. Exactly. You know I, mean? I bet and, it's and that's really... I'm assuming that's what it will r- run off of or something.
1: Yeah. Yep. I think oh, it'll be something God. like that equivalent. Be, hell, it could even be a system on a chip. But if it's actually going to do PlayStation Neo Geo PC, yeah, it's just probably an open source emulator slapped onto some box. It's got. Wait state,
0: a second. You state state can find these on Amazon. Wow. Bro, you can find this. On, this is on Amazon. That's crazy. The handheld game is on Amazon for 60 bucks.
1: Dude, did you see that Soja Boy also sells smartwatches, which is the whole purpose of this website, Ron, called SojaWatch.com? For real? Uh, well, we'll see how real it is. The Soja Watch is now available for $19.99. I don't know what a smartwatch from Soja Boy costing you $20 gets you, but I don't have high hopes for it.
0: Um. Well, I mean, I guess, if, I mean, I'm not going to knock the man's hustle. If he's making oh, money.
1: Cool. I, I hope he wears his own. I hope he wears his own watches. I bet he don't. I hope he does too. <laughs> There's No way.
0: Latrell oh, Spreewell sold spinners. So why uh, can't this awesome. man sell video games and or watches, smart no, watches? Dude,
1: I think that he and Latrell should get together and hang out and talk chop. I think that they probably got a lot in common. If one sells like, what was he selling spinners? You mean like those little things kids were after?
0: No, not fidget spinners. Fool. Fidget like spinners, spinners on your on your wheels,
1: like your car. Yeah, wheels. see, fair enough. Listen, let's talk. Rims, you spinner think, rims. Do you think this little? Are you, have you gone to sojawatch.com
0: No, I refuse to. But
1: <laughs> you should see the watches he's selling. All right, he's I'm going. Right selling now. spinning rims, and then this watch that's pink is not the same.
0: Fifty Cent has like vitamin water.
1: There you go. Then we're getting closer. Then because I, I'm gonna give. Yeah,
0: Fifty Cent has made a. Billion dollars on vitamin water, and Soldier yeah. Boy is going to make a billion dollars on this clone Apple Watch. Are you kidding and, me right and now?
1: And I'll sit alone on top of cynical mountain, a hermit, just talking shit from up there. I know. Listen, I don't doubt that this stuff's going to be successful. He's Maybe got it's AirPods, B, it's going to break my heart. It's going to break my heart if something like Soja Boy's weird video game console becomes a hit. I just, I let global warming just take us all away. Then I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dude, okay, everybody go to soldierwatch.com. because and buy there's...
1: three of their systems.
0: Listen, it's all on yeah. sale, dude. You're looking at a 60% off sale on the Soldier Watch, a 50% sale on the AirPods, a 50% <laughs> off on the handheld, but on this, on this side it's $99, but if you go to Amazon, it's fifty nine ninety nine with Amazon Prime, so you're fine there. And you get the game console for one forty nine ninety nine dollars 99 on soldierwatch.com. Dude, do you think we can get Soldier Watch to sponsor this podcast?
1: Dude, yo, I there's a
0: soldier chat. Oh. They have a soldier chat.
1: Oh my gosh, dude. There is soldier chat. No, listen, that's fine. I think everybody can buy this up. Afterward, they can buy the my pillow from that guy with the mustache and the blue shirt. Like, I think this is all good. It's all good spending of money.
0: Well, with the way that things are going at GameStop, they're probably gonna start carrying this stuff. <laughs> exactly. <It's>... They probably <laughs> oh, will. God. Have you been into a GameStop recently?
1: It just was uh not that long ago. Last time I was at the mall. Yeah. At, what percentage busted,
0: yeah. of pops was your GameStop this uh
1: that you just went to? Oh right. Like the little shit like little dolls and shit and boxes. Yeah. And like yeah, and just lot. other
0: random like chotch How much was it? Totally. Like
1: how m- I would say something to the tune of like fifty to sixty percent, right? Yeah. Like, just that's what GameStops overhead. are now. Yeah. Absolutely. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: And which I mean, obviously it probably has a lot to do with the advancement of um digital you know, delivery. Digital delivery and stuff like that. But also absolutely. GameStop has a terrible business model. so It does. Uh, yeah, I don't know. No, I do. Anyway.
1: It's a giant, ju- um, it's a bust for sure.
0: And I, the only stuff I'm buying as far as like actual in-hand cartridges and stuff is for the Switch. That's the only thing I'm buying pretty much uh, as far as physical copies go anyway. Yeah. I don't know why. I, just, I like having it on the Switch. I don't really know why, but I think it's cool to own the...
1: Maybe it's because it's not a disc. The fact that it comes in on like a physical chip, I don't know. I just really like the fact they went back to just. Almost, I don't want to say it's a cartridge, but it basically is. Yeah, it's, I mean,
0: it's a it's a, a drive. It's a
1: yeah. Um, it, they're, SD stu- card. They're, just, they're just sturdy. I, I like yeah. that about them. You know, have you tasted one yet?
0: <laughs> no, I have not put one in or around my mouth just yet. You should give it uh, a
1: shot. You know, reviews I are, am. Reviews are do pretty strong on the games. have a copy
0: of One Two Switch that I'm probably going to get rid of. Uh, so maybe I'll put my mouth on that.
1: All right, do it. So
0: if anybody out there wants a copy of 1-2-Switch, hit us up on Twitter.
1: Especially if like... you like it with his spit on it, because yeah. that's how you're going to get it. <laughs> <'Cause> I'm
0: going <gonna, laughs> to get it full and oxidized for you uh, before oh. you get it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's, <laughs> this is the best podcast ever. <laughs> uh, speaking of video game consoles and the official mini console podcast, Nintendo has released that it is, in fact, not making the Nintendo 64 Classic. Is this good or bad news, Phil?
1: Um, I think it's good news. I really do. I think that uh, the reason it's good news is everybody wants to romanticize every single console, especially every single successful console that's come out in a company's history. So with Nintendo, there is a lot of like fond reminiscing about the Nintendo 64 for a lot of folks who grew up with it. That said, I think you and I've discussed it before. It just hasn't aged as well, I think, as other consoles have. Um, it was the first step into kind of 3D polygon um, games. and as a result, I think it looks really rough compared to modern games that have uh, like you know 3d capabilities. So I I have to guess it's because Nintendo, they're pretty smart about their previous intellectual properties. There's probably just not enough Nintendo 64 software. That I think has really stood an excellent test of time for them to cobble together like twenty five games, um, or hell even twenty, and put it on there. So that's my hunch: is that they're just kind of like, nah, you people think you want it, but you won't really want it when you see it, kind of thing. Uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think this takes a little more to make, also, just because you gotta have you're gonna have, to have more uh, memory and stuff like that in this. Um, the emulator's not the problem. I think it's the actual RAM that's on the inside of this thing. Uh, and you're right. There's ten games maybe that you that are must haves on a sixty four, right? And maybe that maybe that's even a stretch.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of the stuff
0: has been re released a lot in the virtual console. Uh, there's a thousand different versions of like uh, Ocarina of Time. Right. Same with Majora's Mask. You know, you're looking at other games like Mario sixty four, Donkey Kong sixty four, Star Fox. Uh, God, help me out, Mario Kart.
1: Yep. Bang Kazoie games. You could probably get to ten real fast, but I bet from ten to fifteen or even twenty, you probably start kind of having to struggle a bit finding games that are really Yeah, because there wasn't
0: any really good racing games. I mean, other than Mario Kart, obviously.
1: Yeah, I mean what and the games they did have that were I would say were great. Like you said, Mario Kart's good. Um, like one of the release titles was the Cruisin games, but those aren't really I don't know. That's not really a racing game. Right. It feels like a real shooter to, that you just drive yeah. on.
0: They think they were trying to capitalize on how big that game was when right. it was in the arcades. Do you, dude, remember going to the mall
1: and like yeah, they had yeah. the
0: the actual cruising USA car?
1: Oh, two? dude. Do you remember when you could get in that arcade machine and hit like view four and turn one of the vehicles into a school bus?
0: Oh, or you hit the two buttons and one of them was a, you turn it into a police car.
1: Yeah, exactly. There was like mm-hmm. views, like one, two, three, and four were what uh, actually buttons with those numbers marked on it. Whatever you yeah. pressed was what your camera angle was for mm-hmm. your drive. But it was also, you could hold it while you were selecting your car and turn in all kinds of shit. So I usually yeah. drove the, the school bus at the arcade, or not the so, arcade, like you said, the mall, just going to the brew mm, mall.
0: Yeah, dude. Uh, that would be, I, I I think getting in that now would be a little more difficult than it was when I was a kid. Oh, uh, Yeah. No <laughs> Probably but I'd write it. I'd write it. I'd get down on yeah. that. Yeah, you know, we should we should ask the Galloping Ghost to get that in their uh inventory. Although there's not Do they a lot really of not to move. have it?
1: You don't think they the, have it?
0: The Cruising USA actual car? No. Oh. Last time that. I was there they didn't have it. And that was yeah. about a year from I think it was about a year ago last time I was there.
1: I wonder what kind of storage they have. And yeah, to the to the uninitiated um, Galloping Ghost Arcade is it's arcade that's uh, just outside Chicagoland. I think it was the Southwest suburbs. And, yeah, uh, that's
0: right. It's not far, far from a uh, Midway Airport.
1: Yeah, there you go. And it's just uh, probably one of the best places on a planet. I would be able to say, in terms of just a collection of arcade titles, they have prototypes there of which there are like one or two in existence you can go and play. It's not a barcade, you know. You can't be, no. which is good because they respect great. The machines. Yeah, it's great. Uh, problem is, it's ass-to-elbows and hot and noisy in there uh, because they really do cram just about every possible machine in there. But uh, I wonder what they've got for, like, warehouse storage. They must just have I, – I bet they have a ton of stuff, like, a, just a ton, ton of stuff.
0: I mean, people come from far and away to – Oh, other countries.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: So it's pretty cool. So, yeah, shout out to them, and maybe they'll become a sponsor of our podcast. The <laughs> and goes make it happen.
1: I love um, how every time we mention somebody who's famous, you're like, all right, cool. Let's throw a quick tagline <laughs> yeah maybe the why not sponsor.
0: man i mean dude every <laughs> everybody sponsors the loose thursday podcast have you ever listened to them go through their sponsors they yeah everybody including riley's yeah. mom sponsors their podcast.
1: so that's true um, that's a good point <laughs> gotta branch out
0: that's right uh okay so the 64 classic and we knew this was going to take long the ps classic which by the way, uh, shout out to everybody who bought one. Um, they're already <laughs> trash. I mean, the people right. hate these things. They hate it so much, um, uh, and they're already hacking it, yep. which didn't take long
1: at all. This is your. No. This
0: is more your end of the woods. So I'll let you go ahead and take this one.
1: Yeah. Thanks. No, absolutely. I'm admittedly a little. Uh, I don't want. I'm definitely not giving it a thumbs down. I'm. I'm waiting to hear more. So, the quick catch up on the PlayStation Classic is that it's widely seen. As a complete shit show, like you kind of alluded to, uh, mainly because like we had talked about probably some gripes about the selection of games, but the other problem was folks have noticed that uh, it just doesn't quite look as good as it should, and some games feel a little slow. And what they've had done since it came out, uh, they've you know, as people will do, there's groups who are trying to kind of hack it and see what it's all about. But what's been really kind of interesting or unique about playstation classic as it relates to other classic consoles coming out especially the ones from nintendo is that they didn't do a good job at all (laughs) on strapping this thing down and keeping people out of it to the point that i'll be honest with you as much as i was really making fun of sony at first when i heard about all this i'm starting to come around to the idea that maybe there was a, a conscious decision on it so let me ask you this if you're in the business of making video game consoles now you're aware that The Well, of course you are. You've got one. But the Super Nintendo Classic and NES Classic have both been hacked. People have put a lot of software on them, and that's that. A lot of people are going to go buy it, though, and they're just going to play what's on it, but there are folks who will hack it. You would agree, right? Yeah. Cool. So with that in mind, let's think about how much Nintendo probably spent, and in, in spending it, flushed down a toilet in trying to really fortify their console from hackers. And... That money just wasted because obviously it didn't matter. I would be surprised if Sony just knows that people are gonna just—they're gonna do what they're gonna do with this thing. Ninety percent of the people who actually choose to purchase it, if they're actually purchasing it for like Christmas presents and stuff, it's not gonna be hacked that way. It's just gonna go sit, you know, on someone's shelf and barely get used—it's right. like a toy. But for other people, they are gonna buy it, especially if it's capable. It's if it's a capable system, and by all measurement, it's supposed to be. Uh, It's actually supposed to be more powerful in pretty much every measurement with the specifications than the NES Classic and the SNES Classic. That said, it's only as good as the software. So there's still a little bit of time. I think there's still some probably developments to be made on kind of the cutting edge of hacking this thing. Because, oh yeah, so the best examples though. Did you hear about the first person who kind of figured out they could do... It's got USB ports on the front. We know it's running the open source PlayStation emulator. Yeah. And somebody plugged a fucking USB keyboard into the PS4 classic Mm -hmm. and hit the escape key and it pulled up the options menu that is normally associated (laughs) with the emulator, which was hidden away. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And didn't it show like the list of potential games that were there was on there or something like that?
1: That's a great question. I hadn't heard that. What I had heard was that for all the gripes that people had made about the video quality of it. They said that really it's too bad we don't have access to the settings. We could change it a little bit. And basic like as far as the video out. Wow. And so that's what most people had found. That was like holy shit! Like you could change settings on how this displays and it'll look better than Sony had sold it to you out of the box, which you know did irritate some people. Um, and I and I can't necessarily blame them. It, it just shows that Sony didn't really give a shit <laughs> about what they were selling. Yeah.
0: Uh, this was a straight up cash grab. They didn't put much thought into it. No, uh, obviously it, it, they wanted to rush it out before the holidays so they could make their uh hundred dollars on it or whatever. Um, but this isn't flying off the shelves like they thought it was going to either. You no. can still find these regularly. Um, I think I saw a tweet from somebody, or maybe it was in our, the our game group on Facebook that somebody put up a uh. Sometimes we'll they'll post like shitty Facebook sales, right? Like somebody in my area was selling uh, the Pokemon Switch and the Smash Brothers Switch for a thousand bucks. You know what I mean? Like that's Jeez. because they thought somebody was going to pay that. Which I mean, I guess maybe somebody would, but uh, but there's a lot of people who go out and buy these things because they think they can turn a profit. And I think some people went out and bought these things thinking that they could double their money for Christmas. And it turns out that they can't, and so they're oh. trying to sell them at a discount oh, on it. these sites now. So it's it's pretty funny, which I think is kind of justice. But
1: oh yeah, dude, anytime a scalper loses money, like I feel good inside for yeah. sure. Oh fuck them but uh
0: yeah this is gonna be this is obviously this is easily hacked it's only gonna be a matter of time before it's like the easiest thing that's ever been hacked Mm -hmm. and you could put pretty much whatever you i bet you could even expand the memory on this at some point
1: (laughs) i don't think you could but it's got like eight gigs on it so to give you like a point of reference your uh snes classic that had like three or maybe like 350 megabytes right So so
0: then but how big is a playstation game
1: a PlayStation game, if you just had the full entirety of the disc, it's going to be 600 megs. So right. by that math, gosh, what does that get you? Like 15 per, for an 8 gig, I bet you could probably get, yeah, about, what, 14, 15 games on it. But here's the thing, is I, I, what you can actually do is almost like zip them, or there's emulators out there that can process it. A lot of that stuff on the disc is just junk. It's not actually all 600 megabytes. It's just that's how big a CD is. So if you actually rip it, and you can compress the file in such a way; uh, it gets rid of a lot of the space. So you could probably cram a lot on there. That's at least I expect that's kind of the direction you're going to see this console go, if it's a hit with hackers, which uh, I don't know if it will be or not. I think a lot yeah. of people are pretty tied into that NES SNES at this point.
0: And I think people just probably it's it's a it's better machine
1: anyway. Yeah. But, uh,
0: but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm def- I'm still not getting one. I have no interest
1: in this whatsoever. If it came I definitely... out it was if if it comes out that it's lag free. I can see myself grab, but that's really, really, even then, yeah, maybe down the road. I just really like the idea that it's ink. That's a lot of space. Uh, there's, I mean,
0: Are you in at a hundred?
1: In it a hundred.
0: I mean, are you into this for a hundred dollars? Like would you buy this for $99? No. Are you no, waiting until not. it goes on? Super- <laughs>
1: yeah, You're right. I, so it would be me- hard for me to part ways at a hundred bucks for it.
0: 50?
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think gonna, it, if it had I'm no lag, 30, for I'm sure. at twenty
0: nine ninety nine before I'm jumping in on
1: this. Oh, wow. You're at clearance. For oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, I might. I could see 50. And even then, I don't know. There's actually a uh, a little console. I wish I'd have done a little more looking into it for sake of our podcast, but uh, maybe for another time. But NVIDIA's got like a little a video card in a box kind of thing where it's just strictly meant to play video games on and emulate. It's supposed to be really good. And it's something like 200 bucks but okay. it would emulate like real shit. Like it wouldn't, right. It, you could actually probably get PS2 or something. So,
0: yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, go out and get you one if you want. I mean, if, if you're in, I guess if you're just into the idea of playing your games on your PlayStation, this is going to be a good gift for somebody who doesn't really care about that kind of stuff. But I mean, a hundred bucks to me just still seems like it's too much money for this.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think there's some really good games on it. Uh, I don't know. I, I would say that if I, if I don't know how to explain it, you could do worse for a hundred bucks, but you could certainly do better too. So I don't know. It's just, if you're not looking to, if you're looking to actually get those specific games, they're going to be hard to get unless you're kind of looking to get them illegally. So I don't know. It's, I don't know what they would cost or, but if you don't have a PS4 and I don't even think they support digital download on PS3s anymore, that might be the best way to get yourself Final Fantasy VII. I
0: don't know. Yeah, or you get it on Steam. I mean, I, I play it on my computer.
1: Um, yeah, good point.
0: But uh, speaking of, you know, these things up to, upscale the HDMI and stuff like that. And it, I've made it no secret that I have been looking for a way to upscale my NES and Super Nintendo for a relatively good price, right? I mm-hmm. have. We've talked about the Frame Meister, we've mm-hmm. talked about the OSSC. And, but then there's also like these little upscalers that are kind of cheap and they don't really upscale that much, uh, without there's, there is of course a little bit of a lag, but Phil, I was looking for some Christmas ideas for myself and we'll talk. We're actually going to go over our Christmas lists later, but before that, I want to talk about this specific thing. It's a retro tink upscaler. And it only costs 100 bucks, And this thing inputs at component as well as composite, which is important. Because a lot of these newer things, like they only import like composite or S-Video, this does component also. And composite, which is not that. It's pretty rare that it does that. Um, there is almost no lag on this. Retro RGB has done a review on this, and I actually watched the video from Metal Jesus Rocks Yeah, on I know that dude. Well,
1: I don't know him, but um, yeah, I know his channel. Uh,
0: but he's got a pretty decent channel. I mean, he's yeah, probably a dude I wouldn't hang out with in real life, but... Oh,
1: probably not. <laughs> Just case you're but... listening out there, Metal Jesus Rocks, if you want to sponsor the podcast, reach out to <laughs> Rich Green. <laughs> uh, but he
0: puts out really good videos, and they're high quality. He knows his shit. So I'm watching this video, and I'm like, what? I've been looking for something like this forever mm-hmm. as a way to upscale my NES. It's so I can play it on an HD TV. HD TV. Did I say HD TV? Oh my god, I've been watching way too much House Hunters. Uh HD TV. <laughs> and this is I think this is finally some common ground without me having to buy like a Nintendo AVS, the retro USB AVS with the HDMI Nintendo, spending 180 bucks on that or buying like a $300 meister. So huh. I think people, if you're looking to upscale your video games, I'm hoping I put this on my Christmas list. I'm hoping that it comes from Santa Claus or Ellen Claus, but it's a retro tank two X Phil, what are your thoughts? Did you get a chance to read this article? I, I threw out there or the actual, the actual website did you get a chance to see this.
1: The retro tank. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, it, i don't i didn't get a chance to look into what people had reviewed it, it i don't want to say it looks like it splits uh the the one group of people that i really uh tend to go to with uh with reviews to hardware especially matters of getting like lag free good pixels all that kind of stuff is my life and gaming
0: mm-hmm. uh, i really like yeah, their channel will. a
1: lot yeah they're and awesome they've got a an episode here for retro Tink 2x i haven't watched it but it doesn't look like it at first glance based on the comments and stuff like that i don't know that they reviewed it very positively that may also explain why RetroTink did not uh oh wait they do have my life in gaming here maybe they did like it well that's cool i'll tell you what because that's the thing if my life and gaming liked it then i would 100 percent think it could be worth the investment as long as yeah you're good with the price and hundred yeah, bucks is pretty, I, pretty good.
0: Yeah, I did watch that video and oh, what perfect. they said is that this is not the Meister. This is a decent way to do it in a different way. The, what they liked about it was that the lag was there was the least it was there wasn't as much lag as if you were getting like a smaller one, like those uh H D to or A V to H D mini things that are like 30 bucks. Oh, Um, right. So I would suggest checking this out. If anybody out there is looking to try and transform your old console and be able to play it on your HD TV with, I tried to play this on my dad's fort. Like I, I hooked up my Nintendo when I first got my Elgato capture card, I hooked up, I took it all my stuff with me to my dad's and I hooked it up and dude, the, the, I'm one surprised it played. Two, the input lag on that was insane. It was like seconds. It wasn't like milliseconds. It was seconds before Mario would jump. It was absolutely unplayable. But I'm hoping this is something that I can look into and potentially, you know, as a a way to keep my hardware uh, natural. Although I've put out a feeler, I really want somebody to mod my top loader. I want it real bad.
1: I wanted to ask you a little bit about that. So I've modded some of my own stuff in the past. Just you, like you've seen my, it's also not, doesn't look good. Like hell, you saw that I replaced the battery inside that NES or Link to the Past or not Link to the Past, Link's Adventure for NES. It looked pretty yeah. busted, but it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How much does it cost just for the actual hardware that needs to be put it's into like the NES? Thirty bucks. All right. Well, then what are you looking to pay somebody to do it?
0: Like seventy-five or hundred?
1: Oh dude, that's have you ever tried soldering anything yourself? Never. You might give it I a am shot.
0: I'm not I am not handy.
1: That's already don't I, I don't know. I I've soldered stuff. It's easier than you think. Um, especially hell, I don't know. I just wonder how complex how complicated it is. If it ever really there's came videos down to online
0: it, on how to do it. Like there's videos online of people showing you how to do it.
1: Alright. Well hell, maybe sometime I'll take a look. Uh and if it looks like it's something I can handle, then we'll have a uh, NES mod off sometime. I'll uh, see if I can get that thing put in. Cause yeah, I, I'm hoping if it's not too difficult, it should be a matter of just connecting a few contacts with a bit of solder or a wire. And I don't know. I just don't know why we'll go into it, but hopefully it's not too intense. Yeah. I mean, is that what the you're video, seeing? Those are going course, rate is like seventy bucks. Is that what you're seeing? Yeah, I online? think
0: when I, I think I found like something online where it's like seventy five dollars. I think you send it in. Uh, obviously, you pay the shipping. You send it in. They f- hook it up and they ship it back. And it was like 75 bucks. I think it's worth it bad. this website. Yeah, because I so,
1: fair enough. Because in terms of just ease and making sure you know it's right, uh, that's probably a good piece of mind. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. i definitely not you, looking for
0: somebody to do it for free. Like, I definitely will pay. Yeah, so, sure. like, again, if anybody's out there who wants to mod my Nintendo, let me know. Like,
1: I'm 1,000% yeah, in. If, yep. You got any experience with the top loader? Because that's the other big aspect. You may have mentioned that anyway. But, yeah, the mod for the top loader.
0: The pro- I, w- I just wish the top loader had a composite. You know right. what I mean? Like, it just yeah. it only our outputs RF. I, I, that's insane to me that, that
1: that's how they built that, you know? Yeah, it makes a little sense. Nintendo's always done that. Uh, one of the first things they try to do as they continue to revise their hardware is try to find a way to bring its cost down. I mean, they already yeah. try to bring it down anyway, but, you know, the later SNES doesn't look as good, doesn't have as good of hardware. Same with the, the NES minis, were the yeah. last ones, so. Yep. And
0: I mean, the top loader, it definitely there's the games like load up faster, but the original Nintendo is still the better machine.
1: Right. Right. And that's kind of exactly what it is. And what's really kind of interesting when I think about it is that it was definitely you're 100 percent right uh, before the Internet, the easily the better console because of the issues getting it to work were uh, was the top loader. But I feel like. Nowadays, I've got my old working NES. Whenever it start whenever it was being funny, I would just jump online. You could buy the little, the part that receives the cartridge that would normally be wearing out. You know, after all those years, you can get those things for like fifteen bucks, and right. you could turn it. You could turn a toaster-style NES brand new with it, basically. But yeah. that said, uh, top loader is very cool. Uh, it's obviously harder to find. You don't see them very often, and um, I have heard that with the mod put on there, they just look excellent.
0: Yeah, you do the RGB mod, um, or you can mod it with an HDMI now. Uh, so lots of options. Uh, okay, Phil, I put on our list to talk a little bit about Fortnite. Do you really want to talk about that, <laughs> dude? I feel like we uh, talk about Fortnite every podcast,
1: dude. Fortnite, Fortnite is real. Um, no, I. As far as like the headlines, like you shared, like it's Brooklyn rapper is suing. Uh, I don't know. I if, I think this rapper, two milli guy obviously is just trying to um, get in on it. Although I was interested to hear the chance the rapper and Donald Faison, Faison, however you pronounce it, uh, are not fans. Um, are they kind of alluding to the same thing? They think people are kind of stealing their moves or what's the right? Uh, so
0: I, I think what, what, what's going on is, so there's a lot of these dance moves that people have come up with. Right. And so a Turk a character in um Scrubs, right? That's Donald Faison's character. You know, he had that dance, which is, I think, the original, like, Fortnite dance. Like, that's the one that the, everybody wants. Oh, dance. I didn't
1: know and that. So, you're yeah, right. That's a it's very...
0: Like, it's the okay. exact move. And uh-huh.
1: all right. there's
0: also, like, so they give the hype dance that uh, Wide Receiver did uh, that's also in the game. And so they take the, all these, like, the Carlton, right? It, it's the exact Carlton from uh, Fresh Prince. So it's these dances that are made popular by other people and Fortnite just puts them into the game. But the question here is, is can you copyright a dance
1: move? Good question.
0: You know what I mean? So that's yeah. what I, re- I mean, that's kind of what I want to talk about was that, you know, there's Fortnite's making money off of these dances. People pay for these
1: emotes. That's what people <laughs> buy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that does muddy the water, dude. So I would with, 100%, the, with the I
0: currency, like you're going out and so one of the dances I owned is literally the dance from, um, oh my God. What's the footloose. It's the dance from footloose. Oh, like
1: you where start Kevin rocking your, your sides, your feet going sideways. No,
0: no. It's the one where Kevin Bacon's in like the barn and he starts like doing backflips and stuff like that.
1: Oh yeah, sure.
0: You know what I mean? And it's yep. like, so it's that dance move that's in the actual movie. So there is all these things that are like associated with pop culture and people have like essentially created. And so people are kind of upset because Epic's making
1: money and they're not. Yeah. I mean, I I think that's a valid gripe. Right. Uh, honestly, I don't know. Uh I think it's something that somebody should probably sue Epic Games over and let it it wouldn't be bad to get a legal precedent because it sounds like yeah, maybe they haven't really looked at the answers. But then you ask yourself the question, did somebody invent the Charleston? Did somebody invent, like, I don't know, <laughs> the margarina? Obviously, somebody invented the Yeah, and there's probably but, some sort of fair
0: know. use associated with this also.
1: Sure, maybe that's the thing. Maybe that, if it goes back that far, it is. Hell, maybe some of the most famous dances you've ever seen from some of these folks that made them famous, there could have been some goofy-ass dance and some, you know what I mean? Like, somebody had instructions for it 50 years before and it never went, anymore. I don't know. Right. I think that it can be a little spurious, how people will use copyright to try to coerce or I don't know, try to get some money out of something they don't have much business in doing. But that said, if people are paying money and the only thing they're paying money for is a dance and that dance is iconic and associated very easily publicly with uh, another person who's not right. receiving that money. Right. I don't know. I feel like that's the kind of shit you want to go to court and see what a judge thinks and get some precedent. Right. on it. Yeah. So
0: let's say, let's, what if they put like Michael Jackson's moonwalk on there, right? Mm-hmm. That is a dance only like Michael Jackson definitely
1: came up with, right? Right. But that's probably and, the best example to bring up. Yeah, Go ahead. So like
0: if they were to put that in the game, then does the estate of Michael Jackson have claim to Epic making money on that? The, 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 the moonwalk is not in the game, but it makes you wonder, does Epic have their finger on the pulse? and mm-hmm. knows what they can and can't get away with, what's fair use and what's free speech and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That
1: may very well be. That's a great question because the moonwalk is obviously, I mean, in terms of dance moves, that's got to be in America anyway, one of the most recognized yeah, possible so It's so iconic and it's definitely associated
0: with one person.
1: But I feel like I wonder, because it's been so huge, I know I've seen that dance used in pop culture. Like like a movie, it can probably include it. And I think, that would be okay, right? Because it's merely—I don't want to say satire, but it's making you something that's in the, out there in the public consciousness a bit. Well, if right. I mean, to, so, I mean, but the it, difference in, being, if you were to package it, right? If you were to package just the dance, the dance alone, yeah. and put a price tag on it, I think it does take you into a new area.
0: Right, because then you're talking about roughly ten bucks for exactly. a dance like every time and that's somebody not buys cool. it. Yeah, right. that's not because not I wrong. mean Marty McFly did the Mood Walk in what was it? Uh, Back to the Future Three, right? Yeah reason is yeah so it's not like it's it wasn't used in movies but right i think for the sake but they didn't call it
1: moonwalk the dance the movie and then just show marty mcfly dancing (laughs) for three for like one one cycle of a dance and then charge you ten dollars
0: right and so what Fortnite does is also they call it different things so uh you know they would probably call the moonwalk spacewalk or something like that that's how they get around it
1: cool yeah yeah that's that's really cool for them to really go the extra mile and let you know obviously what it is they're trying to sell you, but yeah, we think we're safe legally. <laughs> All right, good move.
0: I, I I think they pay people enough money to like make sure that they're exactly. Good to go. And at this point, they get sued. It's whatever, right? They've got so much mm-hmm. money, they're so high oh, that
1: they You're right, hundred um,
0: percent. Which is funny, which leads us into this thing because now we're I guess we're going to keep talking about Fortnite, mm-hmm. but uh, on CNN Business, I ran across I ran across this article on CNN. Uh, that said Fortnite and other so-called multiplayer Battle Royale games are essentially crushing the video game industry. Uh, So it it says your shocks of Blizzard, uh, Activision, are down 45%, and EA is down 30%. Um, And also Take-Two is down 25%.
1: Which is really messed up. That's the part that blows my mind. Right. Because that's Red Dead Redemption 2 and Grand Theft Auto and all that. Yeah.
0: So what they're saying is is that Fortnite is the reason why these games are going down that much. Oh,
1: it, we'll get a do you agree? This. Yeah, I do. And I would even go further. Epic Games. So the people who make Fortnite, something I had not put two and two together on until uh, maybe last week when I was reading up a lot of stuff, is that Epic Games, they're also the same company that created the Unreal video game engine. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a big deal. So Unreal's huge, huge successful um, in terms of selling basically the graphics engine to gaming developers so they can just have that part under control and not recreate the wheel. And then all of a sudden you can just make the game look like you want it to look and be about what you want it to be about, but not worry about trying to figure out how to just program polygons to move from scratch. So they have that. It's been successful for a very long time. This game comes out and it becomes massively successful epic then turns around what they're going to do now is they're going to create basically market competition for steam by valve the mm-hmm. mark online marketplace for video game software which is good because i think it's necessary both for consumers and game developers for there to be a bit of comp, uh, competition at space because with just steam being the ubiquitous like stop for video games i think they keep something like 40 percent of what's sold on their market, which is, I think fucking crazy. Yeah. Like if you design a game and you want to sell it for 10 bucks and you sell, you know, just a bunch of them, you might clear like, yeah, let's sell a million of get $600,000. Well, they get $400,000 just for being the website that people clicked on only because there's no other game in town. So yeah, I'm glad that Epic's doing that. So it's been really exciting, but yeah, the fact that Epic has taken a bite out, um, the idea that it's crushing, Video games, definitely not. I think it's it's fighting the big sharks, and I'm good with it because I don't really give a shit about Activision Blizzard. I think they're a little too big. EA, I think everybody in the world universally agrees that they suck. I don't know if there's many EA fans out there, but, you know, awesome. You don't you hear are. a lot
0: of people being like, you know, EA, you really did it this time. you really yeah. done good.
1: Nobody's sharing warm-hearted memes about... Them yeah. Like you would Nintendo or something like, nah, dude, they're just straight up cash. And cash I cash just,
0: cash. and we say that and I just paid 12 straight hours of Madden yesterday.
1: So that's all right. Hey, listen, I mean, at the end of the day, they give, they create what a lot of people want. And that but also have I have not sports. made
0: one single microtransaction in that game. I have not done any DLC. I've not given them any more money.
1: Ellipses yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Ellipses yet is right. Right. Um, so yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's I think it's very exciting. I think it's crazy because you remember me really uh I'm not trying to say miserably rain on your early Fortnite parade, but I did kind of wonder if this was gonna be flash in the pan. But now that I, I pieced together once I pieced together who their the manufacturer was Epic, I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> like this is gonna be huge. I thought oh. it was just something by like some Chinese company like one penny or something like that. I can't one cent. I can't remember really mm-hmm. the name of the company, but Yeah, this fits into what I think will be and might be talked about. I think it should be in terms of a video game business standpoint. Epic Games, what they did in 2018, what it looks like they're going to do in 2019 to just show up like they were already there, but really get into into people's faces more than just being the back, the spine of the games people were already playing. It's a smart move. I bet a lot of people with them are, are standing to make money, and it makes sense why we're seeing other companies lose a little bit because there's only so much room in that space. Right. And I think they're taking yeah. a big, big chunk of it.
0: Well, I can tell you that Epic really, really set themselves up nicely when they started incorporating um, some of the, you know, being very streamer friendly is, is what yeah. I say. Um, You're right. There's a lot of people making a lot of money playing this game and Epic in turn makes a lot of money because there's a lot of people playing that game that the streamers are playing. Right. Yeah, so it's definitely beneficial to a lot. Of, dude, there's millionaire gamers now because of Fortnite.
1: Yeah. I mean there I mean there's yeah. there's
0: been millionaire gamers in the past, but like consistent mil- like ninjas pulling in at least seven figures a month at this point between subs, donations and uh sponsors. He's pulling he's got to be pulling in at least I would say 10 million a year right now, at least.
1: That's crazy. Hold on to that money though.
0: Yeah. That. It's not going to last forever. Obviously. <laughs> no, no, um,
1: but it's still, and I it's, can tell I you mean, like, there was a
0: time where he was like bleeding subscribers. Cause he was up to like 200 and something thousand subscribers at one point. And now he's less, he's less than hundred K I think now, but that's, that's still a good uh, chunk of money. Cause that's still, yeah.
1: if I were him, I would look at that as almost like a market correction, right? Like, yeah. Oh And you he had should, that I hope he does. Up. Yeah, exactly. Like the, you, you might've got to 200,000 whatever it was like, that was never the number you were going to have anyway to get to a hundred thousand with a temporary two is amazing. So great job.
0: But he's still yeah. consistently getting every time he streams, you know, 60 to a hundred thousand people watching his stream every time he turns Not on his that. computer, every Ugh, single that's
1: time. Dude. Crazy dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Puke. And there's, I mean, there's other Fortnite players who were getting consistently 15, 20,000 people watching and, Dude, there's I bet there's half a million people watching people play Fortnite right now. I'm gonna go look.
1: Yeah, that's wild.
0: Let me go see. I'm gonna go up to Twitch here.
1: <laughs> I can tell you the last time I was at the mall, I popped into uh, this place out right here, J C D Toy and Hobby or something I can't make it. But they mostly just sell like a lot of old stuff, including uh, old Nintendo games. And I'll usually pop in there if I got a minute to see what they have on hand. Mm-hmm. And while I was in there for all of three minutes, uh three people came in. She got to the counter and asked, do you guys have a Fortnite section? And it was just like grandparents because they have been told probably over and over that Billy likes one thing and it's Fortnite. So it's it's crazy. <laughs>
0: Billy likes one thing and it is Fortnite. Right. That's cool. All right. Let's see here. Right now. Oh, I'm sorry. I was wrong. There's only 160,000 people watching so many people play Fortnite
1: right now. Ah, what's 150,000? What's two hundred and fifty thousand difference from what you? Yeah, <laughs> that's still crazy though, dude. That's that's nuts.
0: Yeah, but also Ninja's not streaming right now either. So or the big Fortnite streamers are not streaming right now, the big ones. Man. But anyway, yeah, it's dude, it's huge,
1: absolutely huge. And they probably
0: get they. I bet when they do their skirmishes, they probably get a close to a million people watching at one point.
1: A skirmish? What define that?
0: That's like a tournament. Um, they. Oh, they, gotcha. The actual pro game. Maybe it's closer to half a million when they do that. I don't know. But it's still way more than I would ever anticipate. Right. Because when you're talking about a million viewers and you're talking about like actual cable or network television, you know what I mean? Or cable TV. Oh, yeah, dude. That's exactly what I
1: was thinking. Like there's definitely more people tuning into that than there is Property Brothers right now. (laughs) You know what I mean? Something like that. Definitely.
0: Maybe if Property Brothers streamed on Twitch, they'd get a little more.
1: You know, I bet Property Brothers also loses out to the Hallmark movies this time of year, but they're oh, also dude. probably losing out to Fortnite. Everybody's dude. losing out in some way to Fortnite.
0: I watched this. Speaking of Hallmark movies, uh, so I think just about every night Ellen watches some sort of Christmas movie, oh. and she always lands on the Hallmark channel. Or I'll put it on for her because I know like that's she'll watch that, and that'll be that. Um, Let her know
1: that's worse than SpaghettiOs, just in case she's. On there. <laughs>
0: We watched this movie with, uh, Melissa Joan Hart, who was... she's in
1: every third one of them. Like she wrote it, rotate her in and then they rotate. Oh my gosh. What's her face from full house. Right.
0: Oh, is it, um, isn't DJ. Yeah. Yeah. Candace, Candace, Candace yeah, Cameron, Candace Cameron, right. Some other, Beret, yeah. yeah.
1: There's a last name somewhere. Yeah. Her.
0: Uh, her. but she, the plot of the story was, is she owned a bakery. Okay. And it was called, I can't, it may have been called Nutty Christmas. So obviously it was a nutcracker theme. And so this (laughs) nutcracker man shows up and everybody thinks this nutcracker man is sexy. And of course course they're going to fall in love, right? Because Mm -hmm. what woman's not going to fall in love with a man who claims to be a nutcracker? So. So, well, like, what do you mean claims to be a nutcracker? Not claim. He. I mean, he was just a nutcracker came to life. Oh, It it was magic. Phil, yeah. it was the magic of Christmas. Are you with
1: it? I just—I I was hoping he was just walking around getting people's walnuts out of the shelves for him.
0: Oh, well, no, he does do that in the movie because this is a bakery. <laughs> okay, and the walnut crushing, right. ma- crushing machine is broken. But guess who's there? The Nutcracker. So does he just through. like
1: smash them into his forehead to do this? Or no, what's he just trick? crushes them
0: in his hand. I mean, he starts doing it a bunch of different ways. Crushing his hand. Is it
1: Cal Drogo? Like, crush them in his hand? That's good. <laughs> Bare hand, just squeeze them till they're yeah. gone.
0: Well, it eventually... He was eventually uh, Melissa Jones Hart's Moon and Stars. So, yeah, maybe it was Cal Drogo.
1: <laughs> Good. But, yeah. Aquaman's all over the place, dude.
0: Dude, I'm going to watch. I actually read the comic Aquaman.
1: Like uh, in preparation for this movie?
0: Well, I was in the library and I can't remember if I talked about this in the last podcast. Maybe not. I like but,
1: how you went to the library and you were like, uh, ma'am, can you show me where the comic book section is? Well, okay. I'm looking it's for not Aquaman. like that.
0: I mean, you can talk all you want, but here's how it really went down. My oh, okay. library has video games that you can actually check out. Right. And so mm-hmm. I was looking to see if they had the new Pokemon game. Cause I wanted to play that because I'm just not ready to buy it yet. Plus yep. I have a feeling it might come for Christmas, you know, so I'm not going to go out and buy it. Um, sure. <clears throat> so I'm in there looking. And if you look behind you, like literally turn around, it's all the graphic novels. And in one of the featured was one of the Aquaman graphic novels. And so I was like, oh, I'll check this out. And so I opened it up, and I was kind of captivated by it. It was kind of neat.
1: That's good.
0: Yeah. And I don't, I've i never really read a comic book. One of my students told me to read, like, this Hawkeye graphic novel, like this series. And I really enjoyed that. So, like, Hawkeye is now my favorite Avenger because of these comics. But other than that, when well, I was right a kid, on. I never really read comic books. I mean, Archie Comics, Richie Rich Comics. And the occasional sure. the occasional X-Men comic, if my brother has it. My brother was more into comics than I was. So, um yeah, I never got of... into
1: it at all. Like I was all video games when I was young. I did yeah, not same. put any money aside for comic books. But uh, graphic novels, I have checked out. I think the first graphic novel, because that's true. I, and even then, I can't shit on comics. It's just not my thing. But I really do like some graphic novels. Akira, the original one, that was mm-hmm. that's a massive. I mean, it is a comic book, something like forty volumes, but it's all one massive story. That's that was really good. Uh, I really liked Watchmen. I really liked V for Vendetta. Uh, yeah, man, there's a lot of really good.
0: Did you ever go through um, the Scott Pilgrim vs. the world?
1: I didn't. Is that pretty, I've never seen the movie either. Oh, I love the movie. Yeah. I heard it's pretty good. Love but then I also heard that it was a, it suffered from a bit of what Ready Player One suffered from and that it's just a nonstop pop culture reference fest. I don't know if that's true or not, but.
0: Uh, maybe, I don't know. I, I actually really liked it. I have the, uh, the soundtrack on vinyl, you know, shout out to me. Uh, humble brag <laughs> for owning such a cool album on vinyl because I think the the soundtrack is pretty pretty neat, uh, like Metrics on it, and so I like I kind of like metric. so good band. Uh, all right, Chris, Phil, let's go over a Christmas wish list. Do you have anything that you want for Christmas that may be on your geeky Christmas list?
1: I'll be honest with you, I I don't really, but I I do. Of course I have something you don't, my... Phil. Come on. No, I've Seriously. got something I want really bad. But it's so expensive that there's just no fucking way I'm going to get it. Uh, But I would about give a kidney to grab one. Uh, One thing I had not considered, and I am in love with the idea of now, is... So you're familiar with my VR setup. Yeah. There are cameras out there now that basically you just put them on a tripod and they'll be like multi-lens. Some of them are like eight cameras shooting out in all directions. Some of them are more. Okay. Uh, And they basically are just recording in all directions so that you can kind of stitch them together and then put your, the VR headset on and then have a 3d view of whatever you recorded. So you can think about like, you'd go to like uh, Ireland or, you know, go to some other country, go visit. You could plop that thing down on a, pr- a tripod, just let it chill and record for like five minutes. How cool would that be to then when you get back home, not just looking at pictures on your phone or pictures you even had developed, but you're able to get back into like a 3d space of what it was. It also made me think
0: pretty awesome to me.
1: Yeah. I was just like thinking, especially with uh, Ruthie being so young, like we've been taking lots of pictures, um, even some video, but I was just thinking, man, how cool would it be if I was able to capture, you know, her as a baby, just kind of cooing and rocking in her chair in her room and then be able to kind of jump back in that room with the VR for like, you know, a 10 minute video or whatever it is. I don't know. It just seemed like a really neat way to capture moments, that no one's doing and i don't know seems like there's even a part of me is like man then you start videoing people's weddings, and charging them money imagine you just pop your samsung phone into <laughs> your your little 3d viewer and you're able to kind of see your your wedding in 3d and look or actually turn around and see people like watching you get married i don't know there's just it would be pretty neat to do something with that but the probably the best camera i saw in terms of price for what it did uh, there's some really cheap ones that suck and there's some to get better, but uh, God, GoPro, they have one they call the GoPro Omni. It's got something like, just like 16 GoPros in a ring. Okay. And it just stitches. I don't know if it stitches them all together. You have to manually do that. But basically, I don't know if it's about the size of like a Frisbee. It's kind of big, but you could just set that thing down on a tripod and it would just capture everything. And it goes into 3d. So you can put the VR in and still get depth perception on it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's like fifteen hundred dollars. I don't foresee <laughs> any chance of getting it. But my God, is it the only thing I'm thinking about lately?
0: <laughs> wow! And so that's it. That's the only thing you want for Christmas. No socks. Yeah, no it. underwear. Nothing.
1: No, I'm good. I just buy. I just buy those when I need them. All right, dude. I got. I got a new pillow this weekend. So I guess Christmas is over. Is it a cooling record. pillow? I maybe it says it's gonna. It's five degrees cooler, but that ain't why I bought it.
0: Okay, because the cooling the pillow I got for Christmas last year uh is not that cooling it's kind of bummed me out <laughs>
1: that's good see, but how that is it was cool you? last year it doesn't like plug into nothing right no no i don't see how it's gonna cool. i was you. rooting for
0: science phil i was rooting for science no. it came from cold to tell you on
1: that <laughs> <laughs> well if you can't trust cold who can you <laughs>
0: all right phil i'm gonna then i'm gonna run down my christmas list since you don't want to play this game with me um So, a lot of my stuff on my Christmas list, on my Amazon wish list and the list I sent to Ellen, first of all, let me just throw this out there. I freaking love Christmas, okay? Uh, The war on Christmas does not come to my house, all right? I am all in on Christmas. Uh, I love it, all right? So, I make lists. I send them out to everybody. I say, you can buy all my things, but also, in return, I like to give gifts, okay? Mm -hmm. So... Some things on my list. This is very... I'm. I, when I was making my list, I found out it was very streamer heavy, which is weird because I don't normally stream. Uh, and if I do, it's not for long periods of time. But I uh, there's an, a new Logitech HD webcam on my list, along with a tripod that goes with it. Uh, and also an Elgato stream deck, which allows me to... I add a bunch of features to a stream if I wanted to to go that route. And also I can do it with the podcast. I can play like sounds and things like that. Um, so that's kind of, it's a very stream oriented Christmas this year, potentially. Uh,
1: <laughs> a stream oriented Christmas. I think that's actually the name of one of the Hallmark movies. That's good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I also have a hammock on my Christmas list. We need a new one. The The one we had, my actual hammock from last year broke. So we need a new hammock.
1: Were you in it when it broke
0: no this is it was just like it didn't survive the season. It was just a cheaper, um. cheaper hammock uh also dude i this has been on my Christmas list for a little while, and I really want it I need so i I like one of my favorite albums is Make yourself by incubus, and I really want that on vinyl and so this has been on my Amazon wish list for a very long time I want, nobody wants to buy it for me so but, uh, but yeah, you, you brought me out. Like I was really hoping that this was going to be more of like a christmas
1: conversation. Dude, I spent like, I spent like 10 minutes just ranting about a VR camera. Like, what do you want from me? I, I just, you're, what'd you give? Like, oh, you want an Incubus record? Well, congrats, Rich. You just saved Christmas. Look at you. <laughs> gonna shave me <laughs> out. from like my VR camera. You want an Incubus record from 2003. Uh, it was before that.
0: Oh but, God, it was before that. Um, there's some desk speakers on here and a quarter zip for the Chicago Bulls. Some shoes, luggage, fill. This is the best Christmas list ever. <laughs>
1: Dude, this is where we get back to where I'm a parent now. Parents don't make wish lists that go on a mile with yes, shit. Yes, they
0: do, man. No,
1: they don't. They really don't. I wasn't before, Whatever. but I'm definitely done making lists. This now, is now
0: man. the. <laughs> this is now the richest selfish podcast.
1: No, it's, it's Rich's Childless Podcast is what it is. <laughs> keep, keep going.
0: keep Well, going. Smash Brothers Ultimate's on there. Even though I don't like Smash Brothers, I just want to own the game. Let's see, that's the idea. Oh, my God. this I'm now going back. I, this is the worst idea we've ever had. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we've had way worse ideas. This is fine, man. You can talk about your Bull, Chicago Bulls stapler and your fucking Fortnite bottle opener and whatever goofy shit you put on your list. Go for it. Oh my god.
0: I did buy my girlfriend a electric wine opener
1: as one of her there Christmas you go. gifts.
0: Yeah. So because she struggles with an actual wine bottle opener, mm-hmm. I don't know how she does it, but she can't open wine unless it's a, a twist tie or twist tab, you know what I mean? So Yeah. I, she's not good with corks.
1: See, like we we're in the middle. We don't we have the old traditional ones and we can use them, but we got one of those Houdinis. You ever seen Houdini? one of those jams? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a mechanical thing, but it's way easy to get the cork out with it. I don't oh, know. Nice. Well, it's it's I... not electric, though, but electric is cool. I've seen those. Yeah,
0: so that's coming. Actually, I just now remember that that's going to be a Christmas thing, too. I definitely went over budget on Christmas, that's for sure. So does she listen to this
1: podcast? No. no. Oh, good, because I was going to say, like, I think she just found out she's getting an electric wine bottle opener for Christmas.
0: No, she, dude, she never would listen to this podcast, ever. <laughs> <laughs> awesome she she likes it because I love you, babe. yeah she likes it because i'm in a different room for like an hour and a half oh, uh, <laughs> and then she then i'll come out of the room and she's in the living room she's like you said um about 95 times and so i was like yeah i know it's hard to not say um sometimes <laughs> which is funny because i get in my students for doing that and here i am just like yeah uh, uh, how uh, often uh.
1: I wonder how often that actually, I don't ever hear it probably at this point, right? I bet if I'm listening to someone else, like if Joe Rogan's podcast is on, I don't listen to too many podcasts, but if his is on and he says, um, I don't even think it registers for me at this
0: point. No, because it's just a normal conversation. It's what people say in real life.
1: That's exactly how I feel about it. Right. And
0: so when it's a long form thing, like what we're doing, the ums don't really bother me as much. But if this were like a DJ stop set where you had 45 seconds to get to your point, right. then the ums become a problem because then you're carrying on instead of just getting out of your break and into the music.
1: So, Man, I I love what you're, you're a tough, tough cookie to crack right there. You're DJ. I like how you switch gears. Like Rich Green, broadcaster, does not play around.
0: No, he doesn't. And you The better podcaster say, does. <laughs> you better say your Ws and not Ws. I got that from my old radio teacher myself is the w's you had to say w not w, but in end, everybody says w
1: oh sure. what do they say for tomorrow or tomorrow <laughs> i
0: you know I've never actually thought of it that way. They probably say, no, I don't know. I've never heard really come across to me tomorrow's, but I like that i've way. been
1: a I've always been like a Monday Tuesday, Monday of a Monday Tuesday, Tuesday. yeah, okay.
0: I think there is right now, I say Tuesday is because the guys at the Loose Thursday podcast say Tuesday a lot. The and
1: Loose so, Thursday?
0: Loose Thursday. Recorded <laughs> on a Tuesday, uh, as Pat would say. Yeah. All right. Well, Phil, we're an hour in. This is good. We are. This we is made exciting. It. We did make it. This is usually our benchmark. But
1: looks like we made it. You didn't sing a theme song this episode though, rich. So no, we got to start all over. I do. Yeah.
0: We, yeah. Let's go ahead and just delete this whole thing. Yeah. Especially right, the Christmas I'll... section, uh, where rich goes on a rant about how a great Christmas is. And Phil's just like, yeah. Okay.
1: Perfect. All right. <laughs> deleted.
0: Okay. <laughs> Phil, I've been wanting to talk to you this about this with you for a while mm. because I didn't realize that you and your wife were a Jersey Shore family.
1: Yeah, I don't really, I don't really give that vibe, do I? That I would enjoy no, the Jersey Shore. No. And given all I gripe about, that's pop culture related that I feel is beneath, like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I, there's no reason for me to like it. Yeah. I hated it. Um, especially I really hated it when it first aired, right? And then, I, I think I don't know where I would have watched it at, but I realized it was actually pretty funny. And if you don't watch it because you actually like the people, but you watch it because you're rooting for them to, like, get really drunk and fall and hurt themselves, which happens a lot. Like, if you root for that, like, it's a lot. It's going to happen. Right? So, oh, yeah. And that so I I kind of grew to love it for that. And then, uh, but I wasn't obviously involved with uh, Kate, my wife now, or back then when it was airing, she was watching it uh, in total earnest, I suppose. Probably for the same reason, but. Uh, and this is one of the
0: reasons why I love your wife because your wife and I have the mm-hmm. same exact taste in
1: television. Yeah, we love yeah. the same shows. Yep, she uh, she enjoys the shore, Thursday, uh, Jersey, Thursday Jersey,
0: Jersey night, jerseys, those chooches yep. on Jersey Shore. Those chooches
1: for sure. Did you watch last week's episode? I did. Oh, dude, that's <laughs> so. Good. I had
0: to Google the ser- the term chooch.
1: Chooch, yeah. I Il
0: choochi, Il choochi,
1: Chuchirino. Yeah. What does it mean? I know it just means dumb shit basically.
0: Yeah. Like, it's it's like an, it's an Italian abbreviation for calling somebody an idiot.
1: Yeah. Essentially. Yep. Dumbass. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it was great. I just really liked hearing, uh, I already shot you a text about it, but like hearing Pauly e. D is like, he's of all of them. He's usually the most reasonable and yeah. he just loses his shit, but he loses his <laughs> shit. He starts shouting, Hey, my guy, Over and over again to this guy he's upset at. You don't want to know this, my guy? Hey my guy. Hey, yeah, hey my guy. Hey my guy. Like, oh god damn. This is like the funniest, like at the same time, most insane, right? Like, you're it's probably pretty normal for that guy that he was wanting to tussle with, has probably had some people come up and were like, Come on, man, you wanna fucking go? It's gotta catch you a little off guard when someone's like, Hey, nice to meet you, hey, nice to meet you, as they're coming (laughs) up to you with a fist balled up, you know? Right. It was just really weird how he kept greeting him as he wanted to swing on him. It was the strangest damn thing.
0: Give me your top five Jersey Shore characters.
1: Dude, I... Ranked from uh, one to five. I'm putting you on the spot.
0: Ranked from one to five right now. You can't get out of this.
1: All right, one One to five. One to five
0: favorite Jersey Shore. I don't care if they're good human beings. You're not ranking them based on... Oh, dude. Well, I will rank them
1: by... I'll rank them by goodness of being a human being. So number one is definitely Mike Sorrentino, which is weird because he was dead last when the show originally aired yes uh but he's easily the greatest definitely yeah. the nice guy i would live next door to the situation when the situation is work.
0: the most reasonable man on television not just jersey shore but he's like the most reasonable right. man on he's TV. Also like a,
1: he's like mr rogers at this point yeah. really he's like the nicest guy you ever met right yeah yep so yeah, I, he I gets number one uh number two paulie all right uh number three dina okay number four uh, goddamn Sammy, just for not coming back. Number <laughs> five. Uh, I think she I does a say...
0: podcast. Didn't they say that? In the show, like, she's like, she does a podcast. Oh, good.
1: That's cool. I, I'll never she probably gets know. way more listens than we do. She probably does. That's fine. I feel like that's a battle I want to lose. I don't know. Maybe I don't, but <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I'm good. No. So what was that? That's like this is the four. official chooch so
0: podcast.
1: The, so the fifth one would be Snooky. Snooky. and or Wow they're tied. And then dead last is uh Ronnie. Angelina? I know Angelina's supposed to be in there somewhere. Angelina's but she's, she's too new to rate. She's uh But she's OG. She is. Yeah, if you say so. They don't I treat don't her they don't treat her like OG so. o- They don't treat her like OG. You know they don't well I because, I, don't I
0: mean she left the show early, but she was still like right. OG.
1: That's I fine. I just she's... think it's cute because the rest of them are like they're all, like the last episode, these people have all Gone overseas together. They all know each other super well, and one of them gets a little bit of a tiff going with somebody, and she goes straight to ride or die. And it's like, dude, you just <laughs> you just re met this person right. like a month ago, and you're like, you're my sister. I they can't do
0: that. The only reason why you're on Christ. the show is because they need somebody to be a foil. Like they need somebody yes. to be like
1: an idiot, and they need somebody to put their bare ass. Because on a they're cake all and like surprisingly their pants. reasonable
0: now. They're reasonable people.
1: Uh, yeah, and yeah,
0: even single Ronnie's reasonable.
1: That's a bit of a stretch. How do know, we I help can, Ronnie? I can't meet you there.
0: How do we help Oh, Ronnie? God.
1: Well, you know, they used to shoot horses, right? Put them down. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck that guy. That's that a guy a father, sucks. man.
0: He's a father.
1: Well, then they should really do something about that and just keep it to one kid. Get this <laughs> guy's tubes tied. Straight up. Mandatory sterilization for that cat. He's no uh... good. Neither is his wife or whatever she is. Uh uh, probably perma i bet she's perma fiance for sure dude
0: perma fiance oh yeah
1: if he's got any brains which i know we don't it's just skull straight to the top of the spinal cord <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a fucking dumbass. straight he's a chooch uh, guys ch- hashtag chooch for sure dude
0: uh, have you ever seen the picture on my facebook of me dropping deuces with uh ronnie no like, <laughs> <laughs> That's Hell a real no. picture from Hell like ten no. years ago. Yeah, dude.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. I There's love it. A... Ten years ago I was meeting Ben Folds and you were meeting Ronnie, Ronnie Magro Ortiz. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I we love
0: did it. we were doing a radio remote. This is when I was in college at ISU. Uh we were doing a remote for where gumby's used to be, right? They turned into like this big mega apartment <laughs> sure. complex, right? I love Uh, it. and so they had, they brought in Ronnie from the Jersey shore and also Mark long. The, like the dude who was in the original road rules, which boo, by the way, is an a, excellent dude that dude rules. Right. Good. Uh, but of course I was like, yeah. so I got a picture with those two guys and this is when I still had my earrings. Right. And they're like my <laughs> shiny,
1: fake, you have a Puka earrings. shell necklace on too, dog.
0: No, no. Shiny oh. fake earrings and me throwing up a peace sign with oh. Ronnie from the Jersey
1: shore. What orientation was your peace sign? Was it sideways or was it straight oh, up and no. down?
0: Straight up, sideways, dude. Oh yeah, that's
1: not a peace sign. I like how you try no, to. That's what that No, as I say, up. I was drop. I was, deuces, I was-
0: deuces, dude. I mean, I was- <laughs> deuces
1: for sure, dude. I love that. I got to see that picture for sure. I'll go hunting. And- yeah. Have oh to my is, gosh, it, that's it's great, on my dude.
0: Facebook page, man. It's I refuse to delete it because it's I need to remember that dude. I am not above anything. And then did I am he just eater. like?
1: Did he smell like a spilled bottle of Aquadigio?
0: I don't remember the smell. I just remember him being really short. He's not a tall man.
1: <laughs> dude, I bet he ain't. He's not I a bet tall he's man. As, I bet he is as tall as he is thick.
0: He was also not very like sociable. But in that, I mean, there was like thousands of kids stuffed in this lobby area to meet him,
1: right? Yeah, I bet, dude. And
0: he, I mean, the other guy was great. Like, Mark Long was great because nobody was there to see him. They didn't know he's the old guy, right? <laughs> Uh but oh, Ronnie Mark. was like yeah, he's like, whatever, can we just get this over with? You know, he's there for his appearance <laughs> fee, and
1: it was so funny. Oh, that's fucking great, dude. Well, yeah. dude, that's awesome. So like you've right there, you've knocked off the big three. I don't think you need to meet any more famous people. You got Mark Long, you got Ronnie Magro Ortiz, and then you've also got uh oh my gosh, Walter. Master Day. P. Oh have you met Master P? I've met Master P, yeah. Oh my shit. Who so who Give me, let's get the quick list I know we're we're still running long but let's do it while we're talking about it how many what's some other famous people you met
0: uh Steve Stone who is a broadcaster for the Cubs and the White sox okay um those were I mean as far as like people I've actually like talked to you know what I mean uh, like connected
1: with on like an emotional level and not connected
0: with emotionalists is I've actually said words to them and they were kind of just like yeah cool um <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love that description. So basically, like Comic Con level me.
0: Oh, I mean, it wasn't like that though. I mean, Steve Stone was you like, we were sitting told near them each other, and they thought they were cool in an airport. Like we were like, I don't know. We exchanged pleasantries.
1: That's cool. No, that's fine. I'm just uh, giving you a little shit. I'm not. Yeah,
0: dude. I but I'm not gonna sit here and be like, yeah, man, Tupac's my dad. You know what I mean? Like I'm not one of those guys. <laughs> dude, there's a kid in my high school actually said so Tupac was his uncle. That was my favorite thing ever.
1: I was just going to ask, like, you've met people who've said Tupac's my dad? I love I was a kid
0: in high school, but, you know, when you're 13, 14 years old, right? You say mm-hmm. Tupac's, your uncle was like, whoa, cool. And there's other people who are going to be like, <laughs> you're an idiot. Like, throw the ball in balls, right. let's go shoot hoops, you know?
1: Oh my God, that's great. Tupac's my uncle. Some people be like, yeah, that's cool. Some people are not going to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was all you sometimes you feel like a nut. And Shit, sometimes that's... you don't.
1: And <laughs> sometimes you end a
0: podcast. All right, let's get out of here.
1: Yeah, it's over. All right, Rich. See you next time.
0: Yep, see ya.